0: Uh, before we get to the uh, thing I teased about the playoff. About and, uh, odd numbers odd versus numbers. odd numbers. Nailed it. Uh, if you saw us on the video pointing at the TV, wondering what the hell's going on, well, we have around round the horn on. And they were talking about the Creighton win over UConn last night.
1: And oh. A little graphic. oh, what dumb thing did Wilbon say this time? No, this is around the horn. He's not on that. He's oh. on part in the interruption, which is now on. There he is. Oh, great. Uh, I'm sure he's got something really intelligent and witty. Hey, dumbass, Northwestern doesn't have a place to play football next year. Yeah, Wilbon. Way to go. Uh, but
0: on the graphic on the bottom, it said Con slash Cray. Takeaway from number 15, Blue Jays upset over number one Huskies question mark well the way you said that were you just stifling a burp nope no Nick I was not though thank you for asking because I did just finish some pretzels take away from number 15 blue Jays upset over number one Huskies you know I always laugh when I still happen when I get the game notes because like I'll be on the call for uh Creighton and Villanova Saturday morning on 1620 the zone we're on the mothership this weekend baby And in the notes, I always giggle to myself because there's a paragraph. It's Blue Jays, not Blue Jays. And I'm always like, who needs this? Who's this for? Around the Horn apparently needs it. John, Around the Horn. So there you go. That's what happened. That's what happened. I'm not surprised. Uh, Do you want reaction or do you want the odd numbers first?
1: Well, let's get the reaction first, so huh. we stay on subject. So we were talking about, you know, the scheduling philosophy, and maybe Matt Rule suggesting that Nebraska should dump its Power Five non-conference games in the future.
0: So David texts into the show four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty. Thing to think about now is that the Big Ten and SEC have far more quality teams. In the Big Twelve, there were maybe two to three good teams in the league, so we needed the better non-con. Now, like, half of the teams in those two leagues are high quality. In the end, we'll have much better quality games because the leagues are so much better. Like, that's not what this is about for me. No. And and I, I think that this topic is, it's not that it's jumped the shark. I just think that we're, t- everyone's talking past each other. Yes, they are. That's what it is. The conference is infinitely, not infinite. it's much tougher. I'm not going to argue. Sure it is. That's not what this is about for me. I want to see geographic differences coming together to play football games in weird locations. I want to see Nebraska go to Knoxville. I want to make that trip. I'm probably not going to get to make that trip because they're probably not going to go there. I liked it when a few years ago Nebraska played in Eugene or when they played in Seattle a few Mm -hmm. years
1: before that. I would love to see them play LSU or Florida State or Clemson. Yeah. Yeah, do we just want to see? I mean, think about this. In baseball, for the first time ever, we now have every team playing every other team over 162 games. Yeah. You want football to go in the opposite direction? More insular? Go go back to the just the National League playing the National League and the American League playing the American League? Like that's not what I like about the sport. Yeah, but. no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's these unique trips that you get to take that are good and you know What about the argument about the recruiting? Now, again, these conferences are becoming so much more national now that now Nebraska doesn't need to schedule a non-conference game in California because they have two California teams in their conference. I get all that. But to me, and I think it's also important for when you're picking the playoff, because if we're still going to use this hodgepodge of at-large bids and automatic bids and we're comparing the quality of one team versus another, how are you going to be able to compare the quality of an SEC team versus the quality of a Big Ten team when all the SEC is doing is playing SEC schools and FCS squads and the Big Ten is doing nothing but playing other Big Ten squads and FCS squads? How are you going to be able to pick that from a Big Ten perspective? And from a Nebraska perspective, you should want more quality non-conference games. Because right now, and nothing. This, let's face it, Michigan may have won a national title this year, but ain't no one thinking today that the Big Ten is the best football conference in America. Hell no. The SEC still holds that title. And guess what? They're still going to hold that title for a long time to come, probably. I know things typically are cyclical, but... I'm not seeing any indication that says the SEC is going to lose their stranglehold on being the best conference. I think If we're going to have less cross-pollination data points, guess who that benefits the most? The SEC. Because the perception is that league is better. Tremendous point. I couldn't Great agree point. more.
0: I was just going to make a dumb joke saying I think the technically the AFC is the best conference in America. Wow. Right uh, Dave tweets in, Three ways the scheduling toothpaste can be put back in the tube. One, CFP committee uses a quad win system that devalues FCS wins. Two, TV demands it. Three, fans no show for FCS games. I think the middle option is a great option. And I do wonder if we could see something like that happen. And that's where you start getting into the scheduling agreements that are put on for television. And, and again, like I think that we're all talking past each other because um, I see another comment from Heath. What's great is you'll be able to see Nebraska play those teams if they make the playoff, which they might not make it if they play in the non-conference. I am not viewing this discussion through that lens. No. And I will admit that, and I know that that is frustrating for some, but that's not what I care about. No. But this is also not a inherently Nebraska discussion. I didn't like it last year that Michigan played nobody in the non-conference. I think that that was bad. That was bad. But you know what I liked? Watching Ohio State play Notre Dame was cool that was great that is why i like the sport is to
1: especially see especially when ryan day just yelled at lou holtz and called him a dumb old man <laughs> that was pretty funny yeah, that was too. awesome
0: it gave us a great meme
1: it did it gave us a great meme now now yeah you're gonna you're gonna want ryan day yelling at some obscure fcs coach who's really yeah, old yeah. hell no yeah exactly you want to see him go where's after frank
0: Chad he said we couldn't beat ohio we just won 70 to 10 <laughs> that was a really
1: weird moment. It
0: was very weird. It was and not probably, weird.
1: It was totally normal. He
0: probably went and listened to some problematic music to celebrate, didn't mm. he, Nick? Uh, Adam texts into the show. He says, if this is the direction the Big Ten and SEC are going for scheduling, then I'd like to see them set up a Big Ten SEC challenge each year, similar to basketball. Each conference plays nine league games, three non-conference games. One of those non-conference games has to be a crossover. Adam, hell of an idea. I couldn't agree more. I would love that.
1: But we're probably not going to get it. Probably not, Probably, but not. again, it would behoove the Big Ten not to go away from what they're doing currently because they're not perceived to be the best.
0: It's, that is honestly maybe one of the best arguments that you could bring up in this discussion. The insularity will help the SEC. I yes. do think it'll also help the Big Ten. It ain't going to help other conferences, though. Hell if I were no. Or the ACC or Big 12, I'd be scared as hell that this is going to be the plan. Absolutely. Because everyone will just, oh, well, Big Ten's tough, right? It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Exactly. Uh, I mentioned oddities. So an odd number of teams as a playoff idea was discussed today, but not an odd number. 14-team college football playoff was discussed by the management committee at meetings in Dallas, according to Pete Thamel. If that happened, it would begin in 2026. Nothing is imminent, but it's significant. This idea was discussed. John, you're turning up your nose. John, I couldn't agree more. That's gross. 14 teams, more like puke. Oh, boy. It's so weird and dumb. That's the best you could come up with? More like puke? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we, About fourteen broken dreams.
1: I swear to God, people who run college athletics are the least intelligent people on the planet. Do they know what we want? The do they know what we
0: like? I don't think they do. I think they like money. And I well, think they definitely they do like, they like money. They, so they do, do that.
1: No. They do, but good grief! Can we just can, go to sixteen
0: if you're going to expand beyond 12. 20? Let's,
1: twenty-four. Can we just try to make something work early on? You know, just just can we stick with something at least for a little bit? Chance writes, "March Madness yeah, is out,
0: December derangement is in." Oh, that chance! You said chance, and yeah. I got really worried. Yeah, the other chance. That's a good idea for the name. Can we coin that on the Grum? De-
1: December, December derangement. derangement. That's yep. what we're going to call the college football playoff now. Well, but the problem is it bleeds more into January than in December.
0: Now that's a great
1: point, John. Or the playoff rounds will be in january than they will be in december hard to argue with that
0: uh chance do you have a january jubilation? Well, what if we called it what
1: if we called J- it uh winter weirdness
0: winter weirdness Ooh. that fits to man derangement is so funny though. i know is. is there another good w word uh for uh winter winter wackiness
1: yeah but something that's closer to deranged. i'll
0: find a thesaurus
1: mm yeah, Deranged is so good. Deranged is good.
0: Yeah, indeed.
1: But if you want to call the first round games, which will be at home sites, December Derangement, you can.
0: Uh, your favorite user on Twitter. What about Wacko? Doug, wacky, wacky winner.
1: Wacko! Doug. Oh, Doug, white flag, Doug, surrender, Doug. Stop let's just play the cut
0: games. Let's let's
1: play all bad teams and we'll go undefeated. Stop Doug.
0: playing them. Uh, Big Ten and SEC will form their own league soon. Then no non-con anyway. Better games. I know they will, and I'm not excited for it. Wacko! No, yet. I'm not excited. We're an NFL show now. Period.
1: Yep. I like wacko. I'm winter. not excited for that. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, it's eventually going to get there. That's the funny thing. And I said it yesterday, it's all trending in that. Direction. What
0: we're hoping for with the non-conference, it's actually going to happen, but not in the way it's like, oh no, not like that. But that's what's going to happen. Yep.
1: It's Sad. Mean, are we taking a break here and then doing? Yeah, we're taking. It,
0: we're taking a no. We're taking a break and then something else and then up debates.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Yes. That's what Nick said. That's what I said. Sixteen twenty. The zone.
0: Nick Grimm for Circus Sports Iowa. You know, last night's game at CHI, pretty spicy. And if you want to spice up every game leading up to the tournament in March, Circus Sports Iowa is your app to do it. They offer tight money line splits. They won't limit you for constant winning so you can just keep going when you're on a roll. And they don't keep as much money on large market bets as other places do, too. Their customer support is also clutch. Circus Sports Iowa has real people that want to help you resolve any real issues that might crop up as soon as they can. No AI, just people. You can email them or you can directly tweet at them. No big deal. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and download your new sports book anywhere in the state of Iowa and try it out. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-238-7633.